This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor. WGN Radio and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Hey, good morning, Chicago. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. I'm a WGN talk show host, a financial journalist, and the CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino, the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. We are really excited to have you join us today. Uh, so glad. Get out your paper and pencil. A lot of stuff coming down the pike that we want to talk about. And if you want to ask Tom a question or ask a question to the show, call 630-934-1855. Or you can always go to Tom's website, alphawealthgroup.com. All right, so let's start with Social Security. We're mid-December, so by now everybody realizes they're getting a big bump in Social Security. But if you are a new retiree, there are some changes coming into Social Security. Um, The maximum income subject to Social Security payroll tax is going up. The maximum Social Security benefit paid to new retirees is going up. And the retirement uh, earnings limit is going to increase, but there's going to be some special rules for new beneficiaries. So... You know, one of the more complicated topics, I would say, next to Medicare would be Social Security. So, Tom, uh, I thought we would turn to you and say, what the heck? (laughs) Is that specific enough, or do you need a more specific question? Well, anytime we have discussions that involve government programs, whether or taxation, it gets, you know, it's it gets a little uh, convoluted or there's a lot of details. And it's tough because then you become overwhelmed and sometimes. You may make a decision. Now, when you think about Social Security, the Social Security decision or claiming strategies, this is important stuff because, of course, when we talk, and we've talked about this a lot, at least, when we talk about income versus assets, income has been said many times is more important than your savings because income doesn't run out. And so this is pretty important for a lifetime decision. For the most part, we'll just say that it's irrevocable. It's 72, you can't look back and say, you know what, I should have waited. And so when we talk about making that claiming strategy, when are you going to take Social Security, these changes you're talking about took place, which are you know this cost of inflation rider, which I think was 8.7 this year. Mm-hmm. Big. It was big. Now, that may or may not happen from year to year because it depends. It's kind of part of the inflation rate. There has been year, there have been years, I should say, in the past 20 where there has been zero rate. But the one thing that increases every year is called your delayed retirement credit. 8% per year, every year you delay it. For example, you know, you could have a benefit, and I'm just giving numbers, 34000 a year, let's say at 65, at 70, it might be 44000 You know, there could be a $10,000 difference for the rest of your life. And so it's pretty important, you know, do you say, do I lock into that lower benefit? I get it, you're waiting, but, you know, these are things to think about. And that larger benefit also stays for, if for those that are married, that goes to the survivor. So we want to make sure we're um, making the best. There's no perfect decision. So let me say that first. Right. But but understand before you make that you know uh, decision, do as much research as you can. Know what your benefit is, and then understand the differences, um, how it works for your retirement benefit, the spousal benefit, the survivor benefit. These are important things. It's a very important decisions that you make. Yeah, and it, it, there's um, decisions that you make just so you know if you get divorced. 
you know, as long as you were married for, I think the number is 10 years, mm-hmm. you're entitled to your former spouse's um, to be to get your share, I forgot what that's called. Well, it's a divorce spousal benefit. It's the there same as it's it's treated as though you were married. It's the same as a spousal benefit, which is fifty percent, right, of the full retirement age right. benefit. I love using all these terms, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's but very it jargony. It's, it's true. You, you're right, Elise. If you've been married for ten years and you've been divorced too, you can take a benefit based on your spouse's. If it's higher, you would take it, right? If it's higher than your own benefit, a spousal benefit is 50% yeah. of the full retirement age benefit. So, yeah, Which, that's an option. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the maximum benefit that's paid going into next year is something around 4000 a month, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're looking, again, depending on what age you're looking at, right? If you're saying 70 is the last year, it goes by 8% per year, that delayed retirement credit. So it's not going to go higher after the age 70. So that's really when you want to take it. I think the maximum was like 4,500. You know, that comes out to almost 50,000 or 48,000 or whatever it is, but it's close. It's over that actually. So these are big numbers when you start to look at it. And, you know, people say, why would I defer? Why would I defer? Just take it. That can be sometimes the worst advice you get because remember, you lock into this lower benefit for the rest of your life and potentially your spouse's. If and you know, I'll 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 reference Lawrence Kotlikoff, who wrote a great book called "Get What's Yours." It's on Social Security. Get What's Yours, and he said, "Look, the risk isn't dying; the risk is living." Right. So yeah, let's be He's, careful. And, and Lawrence is really really smart. He's a he's a friend of mine. He writes a great uh, blog on Substack. He does great if, stuff. Yep. The um, So one of the things that I think you have to think about is that there are some times where you would want to take Social Security just as soon as you can. If you are lucky enough to have good health and other forms of income, if you're still working and bringing it in and you don't need it, I think we need to be clear that's when you push it right to 70 or 70 and a half. Um, mm-hmm. But if you need it, of course, you're going to advise your clients to take it, Right. Yeah, I mean, if you like you said, there's 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 all these different moving parts, and everybody's situation is different. Uh, but uh, certainly, if you need it to live on, then you're going to take it. And so, or if you said you're in poor health and you figure you want to get it, even if you may not need it, you can you can bank it for lack of a better word. If you want to set some of that money aside, so now you you have a legacy, you can put the money aside. That's another. So there's a lot of different things to consider. You know, and I'm always a fan of looking at all of these different options, evaluating it, talking it out, and then saying, you know, I'm comfortable with the decision I make. Because remember, as I said, this is for the most part an irrevocable decision. But the first step is find out what your benefit is. Go to SSA.gov. You may have a $35,000 benefit. Your spouse may have a $35,000 benefit. That could be $70,000 of income. These are important things to start to get to understand and work into your income plan as well as your overall retirement planets. This is important in information. And then understand the claiming strategies, as I said, and then, which won't get, is how to get most of it, if not all of it, tax-free. Right. So um, maximum taxable earnings limit is 147000 in 2022, going up to 160200 next year. The maximum Social Security benefit will, of course, be bigger. That bumped up over 8% this year. Mm-hmm. And the retirement earnings limit is higher, but there's a special rule for new uh, retirees. Uh, the benefit is reduced if you're under full retirement age, FRA, and your income exceeds uh the certain limits in 2023, that lower limit is 21240 The higher limit is 56520 <laughs> 56, Boy, talk about numbers. Wow. All of this can be 
uh, it, you know, really impact what your retirement guaranteed retirement strategy is for income, Tom can help sort all that out. So if you want to go through it with him, absolutely give him a call. 630-934-1855, alphawealthgroup.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some common myths of retired life. Stay tuned for that and more on 720 WGN. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink here with Tom Fortino of AlphaWealthGroup.com. He has a load of great information on his website. Uh, You can just go to AlphaWealthGroup.com, access it there, leave him a message, uh, get him to call you back, 630-934-1855. So, Tom... I read an article about the common myths of retired life, and mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. In fact, I just got asked this weekend when I was in California with my cousins. They're like, so, retiring anytime soon? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so this article talked about how there's this big gap between expectation and reality. Now, my cousins are kind of semi-retired, uh, or maybe this is what it's going to be like for them. And I was like, oh, yeah, not for me. But... You know, what do you think of some of the stuff? And I had sent you this article, The Big mm-hmm. Lies of Retirement. You know, and how do you, um, you know, what do you do when someone comes to your office for the first time and they're sort of got some of these retired life myths in their head floating around? Things like, uh, and we were just talking about this, mm-hmm. my Social Security benefits will actually be enough to live on. Right, Tom? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, it's nice to think of that would be true, but uh, usually they do not. Of course, uh, you can just look at what the, and we, you know, we just talked about what the maximum benefits are. You know, typically, uh, and and most people are taking it early. The vast majority of people, vast majority, take it well before seventy, and so you're not getting the maximum Social Security benefit anyway. And then you have a, a benefit that you lock into, and um, you know, if it's at thirty five thousand, thirty six thousand, you have to ask yourself, is that enough? And then if it's going to be taxed, keep in mind up to 85% of it's going to be taxed. So you can say, hey, my benefit's $38,000 a year. Well, hold on. If 10,000 of it's, you know, if you have to turn around and give eight or 9,000 back to the government because it's being taxed, now it's not 38, it's 29 or 30. Right? Wait, it's so, not even that. It's just, don't you also get the <clears throat> Medicare stuff taken out of it too? You have Medicare premiums, uh, potentially. Yes. Well, you do. Um, it's, you know, it's going to fluctuate depending on your income which uh, is the IRMA, they call it, right? Income-related monthly maintenance amount. I don't even want to, I know we keep bringing these terms up. But yeah, <laughs> depending on your income, it's a lot of these things are income tested. So if your income is at a certain level, they'll, your premiums go up, Medicare premiums. Right. But there is some, so to your point, if your benefit is, let's say, thirty-five mm-hmm. or $36,000 and 10000 is taxed and 10000 goes to pay your Medicare premium, you're living off of like 12000 a year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, if, again, you can look these things up just to can, uh, understand. And uh, I'm always, as I said, a fan of, of looking at these things, understand where the income is going to come from. Social Security typically is something that's going to supplement. Try to get as much of it tax-free as possible and uh, understand what's going to go away. But, you know, if, if, as I said, the maximum amount of Social Security right now, and these rules could change, means 85% of your benefit could be taxable. So if you have a, let's say between you and your spouse, 60000 of Social Security, up to 50000 of it can be taxable at whatever tax bracket you're in. 
So again, if you have to turn around and give 10, 12, 13,000 back, these are things that you want to be aware of. You just don't want to be blindsided in retirement because now you're not working, the paychecks aren't coming in, and you have to make some, you know, you, you, it might be a surprise. And that's something I, I want people to be able to avoid, at least understand that going into retirement. Right. And I think another one of these myths, these, you know, big lies in retirement from this article, you know, was Medicare is going to cover all my health care costs. And mm-hmm. we, Sam's brother is just turning 65 and he's starting to go through all the Medicare stuff. And what he's realizing is he still, you know, is working and runs a business, you know, that's in a couple of different countries and he travels there all the time. And it's like, oh, wait, Medicare doesn't cover that. Medicare doesn't cover this over here. It's not going to cover this. And then you need gap coverage. Um, and Medicare recipients, you know, you still have, you may have co-payments, you may have deductibles, mm-hmm. there's other things. And so, you know, I'm sure that your clients come to you and they're like, yeah, but my, my health care will all be covered, right? Well, you know, that's another thing. <laughs> Medicare, I mean, it's it's so tough. I mean, this is where you want to get as much information as possible. But you keep in mind with Medicare, you know, Part A and Part B are very common. Then you have to get into other supplemental parts of it. That's a whole other thing you have to deal with. One thing it certainly doesn't cover, and we need to be aware, is long-term illness. And so if anyone has what's called a long-term illness where you need what's called custodial care, someone to come in, care for you, be there. That's not skilled care. That's where most of the costs are. So that's, again, something we need to be aware of because that can really upend a retirement plan. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because in Washington State, mm-hmm. they just passed a requirement for long-term care. Companies now have to offer a long-term care policy to their mm-hmm. employees over a certain number of employees. California looks to follow suit. And you know what happens in California eventually drifts east anyway. Um I don't know that that would be a bad thing, but it's something that's coming, right? Well, you know, and I, I like things that, you know, cause people to take action. We talked about it before with these goals of the getting to a number, whatever it might be. But when you, you know, it becomes, I guess, more in your face, not the mm-hmm. best way to phrase it, but <laughs> we need to be more aware of some of the things. I think all too often these problems are asleep. We don't give much thought to them. And then all of a sudden it's brought to our attention. I'm glad when it gets some, some light is shine down some of these things. I I think people should not be leaving this stuff to the, you know, they're 64 and three quarters and now they're going to start to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that Medicare is really complicated and there's no easy button there, right? I, I Again, I was looking and it's like, well, you know, part whatever it was, H or I, they're not doing anymore, but part F seems to give you most of the mm-hmm. things that you would want and the you know but then you have to balance the cost and there's still things that aren't covered and really it comes down to the question that we are always encouraging our listeners to ask themselves which is how do I want to live in retirement and what do I think I'm going to want to do mm-hmm. and if you're the person who's going to be let's say you're going to Portugal and you're going to buy your retirement place there and live there you're going to need you know Maybe you need less coverage in the U.S. unless you come back here, but you're going to have to buy coverage for whatever country you think you're going to be living in, mm-hmm. you know, plus manage um, other stuff back and forth. So if that's your plan, you're going to live abroad, uh, you know, or Latin America or retire to the, you know, Bali, good for mm-hmm. you. But just yeah. think it through because you're going to need to figure out how that money is going to come in and where it's going to go and how you're going to flow it. And I don't think that the U.S. government is going to direct deposit right into your Balinese bank account. So you're going to have to manage that as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, as we've said, and it's really creating a plan. You know, I try to summarize things, as I've said before, there's five pieces to your plan. If you kind of start there, we have an income plan. We've talked about Social Security. You have a tax plan. Try to minimize taxes. Your investment plan, asset protection. What are you doing to protect in the event of long-term illness or someone passes away? And then having the estate and legacy plan. That's a good start because then it, you, I try, that's trying to be complete as possible. Okay, mm-hmm. do I have those five pieces taken care of? Then you go from there. Yeah, I really like that you offer that. And you guys, if you're listening, you can get it at alphawealthgroup.com or just give Tom a call and he'll be happy to send it to you, um, 630-934-1855. But what I really like about the five pieces of that plan, we haven't actually talked through that in a long time. We talk about pieces of it every week. But I like that you're thinking about it at a holistic level. And that's really, I think, again, one of those big lies about retirement is I can manage this myself and I don't need somebody to help me. But I think even the smartest people, if the smartest people in the country have people helping them, why wouldn't the average person need somebody to help them, right? Yeah, there's so many, like I said, so many things. And sometimes it's just really nice to sit down and you have a chat and you start talking about things and it's just things come up maybe you had not thought about. And so invariably that happens. And so that's why it's good to just kind of walk through this process and it hopefully provides some clarity and you say, okay, yeah, I I get it. These are some things I need to address and then you can start to take action. Right. And when it comes to a financial advisor, I, you know, we should spend a show, maybe we'll do it next time on how financial advisors charge because Mm -hmm. you don't typically, um, pay a fee for a consulting, right? You go and you can have a meet and greet and sort of a high-level review. And some financial advisors don't charge you anything for that. Mm -hmm. Some financial advisors charge you if they end up selling you something. Uh, They get a commission or a fee for that. And some just charge you to manage money overall on a percentage basis. It's, you know, it's different, Mm -hmm. right? Are there other ways that they charge? You've pretty much covered the base. Some will okay. charge a fee, you know, or they, it depends on what they're doing for the client. If they're actually actively manage a portfolio, we do that. But then, you know, for the consultation, some charge. You know, I typically, I don't, you know, when I sit down with someone because I want to make sure I can help them first. And so that's my approach. And uh, But you're right. There are a number of different ways, and you really want to find out, okay, how how, you know, how is this person being paid? Right. And I I just think that's incredibly important. Well, we are out of time, uh, but I'll uh, tell you that at some point in time in the near future, we may be expanding this show. And then Tom and I don't have to go so soon. (laughs) And we're both looking forward to that. So more to come as we get a little closer to the end of the year. Uh, Thank you for listening to This Week in Wealth. Uh, Give Tom a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. And for Tom, uh, thank you so much. We will talk to you again next week here on 720 WGN. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or 
or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.